Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. to the Wednesday night wind down with your host, Shamor, and them. Uh, tonight, of course, um, we have our host. Let me see if I can locate Miss Image. Are you here, honey? That's me. Hey, boo. Hey, darling. I don't know about that other guy. Uh, I don't even know if he's at, at, it's coming in at work. I don't see him in the office as of yet. And it's not me this time. He is really not in the office. No 201, no 917, none of that. None of that. None of that. Mm. Well, he viewed our comments on uh, in the, in our group chat, so maybe he's on his way. Maybe he had to stop by the 7-Eleven and grab his spirit for the night. Mm. So that is okay, because I grabbed my mm-hmm. spirit. I'm glad you grabbed your spirit, honey, um, because tonight ought to be quite interesting. Um, we have a guest this evening. Tonight we are speaking with author um, E. Franklin Hawkins about his latest project. He'll tell us a little bit more about it soon. And um, 
I think that's going to probably lead us down a road of talking grown folks talk, um, candid and clear about sex. I think we're going to be talking about sex. So, um, that's what it's feeling like anyway. So, as you notice, I opened the show with a little Myron Gay. So, we're going to see how that turns out. See how... Um, relative that was. Um, so that's the plan tonight. Okay. We got a plan. As long as we have a plan, we're good. Like, we can do it as long as we have a plan. It's when we don't have a plan that things become a problem. Hey, you still there? I am. Are you over there? Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's my headphones. You know how to get you know, oh. these headphones on me. Mm-hmm. I just switched mine out. It was, it, I think it was my headphones. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Okay, so I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. All right, so... um. I was trying to give, you know, that guy a few minutes to get to work. Um, Never. Why is it that we, why is it that we preach so hard not to be on the CP-ish time? It's always that one person in the place, one, it's always one that wants to either show up late or not show up at all. Always that one. Always late. Just giving black people Bad name. Hmm. I mean, you know, he thinks, you know, he thinks this is cool, I guess. I think he thinks this is cool. Oh, but that's okay. Let's go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and bring on our guest. I hate to keep him waiting, but. I didn't want to get him started and then Ron show up and then we have to interrupt because then Ron is. So, uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and move to bringing on our guest. So, author E. Franklin Hawkins, are you with us this evening? Yes, I am. How can are you, you hear me? sir? Yes, we oh, can. Oh, doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Good. That's good. Uh, first, um, may I, I would like to give all praises to to the most high, magnificent black woman, the mother of all civilization, and the queen goddess of the universe. All praises due. I bow down to your magnificence. Oh, I don't think. I don't think anybody has uh, stepped into uh, the studio uh, like that before, so uh, we we do appreciate the appreciation, sir. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, how are you, ladies, doing tonight? Good. Can't complain at all. Yeah, this is a, this is our way of actually, like the show says, this is our wind down way of just kind of bringing the evening to it in a pleasant note. So we're good. This is our happy place. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. 
you know, um, one of the things I've noticed that's been happening in our society as of late is there's been very, very intense effort to denigrate and hurt and show in a bad light our beautiful black queens, our sisters, our mothers, you know, and I feel like, you know, I've always loved my mother and all black women I've ever came in contact with. I cherish them, I love them, and they have loved me back. So I feel like all of this abuse they're taking right now, I ain't feeling it, yo. So I decided that I would try to come up with some sort of plan to try to maybe reverse the tide a little bit, maybe slow it down, maybe get people to think about something that's near and dear to their heart, like their sexual proclivity. I feel like people don't really listen to you when you just tell them something that's, you know, generic, so to speak. So I decided I would go where they live. See, Cosmopolitan Magazine did a study back in the 1980s in which they said the vast majority, something like 96% of women are not receiving orgasmic pleasure. In other words, they are not having orgasms. I said this was a travesty of immense proportions. And that much has not changed. Not that much has changed since then. I'm appalled at the level of abuse that my beautiful queens have to endure. They got to suffer through racism, prejudice, sexism, all kinds of isms all day long, come on, and then they can't even bust a nut. Oh, man. wait a minute. He jumps right on into the heart of the matter. We don't even get to... We well, have I to do it this one. My beautiful <laughs> queens need cherished and celebrated and told constantly that we love them and support them in any and every endeavor that they want to do. But first, I had to get their attention. So I wrote the middle of the chronicle. I heard a song by that young genius R. Kelly a few years ago called Cookie. He says, I love to lick the middle like an Oreo. So all of us grown folks, you know, all of us adults, we know what middle he licking. So I decided I would take those two words and make a word. And then use it as my title so that everybody will know exactly what I'm talking about from the first word. Now, having gotten people's attention, I then felt it oh, would be... Oh, you got our attention right now. We're, we're here. Hmm. Now, before before you before you dive into this this piece of work, um, mm-hmm. can we talk a little bit about the author before we dive into the, the passionate piece of writing that you have given us? Um, just so that those people, because we you know we do the live feed as well, just so that the people that um, maybe watch it live will kind of get an idea of you as a writer, like before you jumped into um, the work, you as a person. So tell us a little bit about um, E. Franklin Hawkins from Brooklyn, New York. Did I love it to my own home. Thank you very much, my dear. Okay. I was born in 1956. 
in uh, St. John's Hospital, which is now called Interfaith, uh, on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. And I was brought home to my father's house, which he owned, on the corner of Howard and MacDougall, one block off of Fulton Street. Uh, when I was in the second grade, I was inducted into the uh, open enrollment program, where I was bused from a black neighborhood into a white one to attend school. And I attended all three of my schools up until high school were in white neighborhoods. So I got close proximity to, you know, sort of how the white man is and how he lives and how he thinks. And so that enabled me to be able to get jobs in Wall Street and in certain other areas of the economy. Uh, prior to that, I had joined the U.S. Navy uh, as a communications technician, but that didn't pan out because they couldn't force me to be blue. Uh, you know, in the Marine Corps, they want you to be green. You know, in the Air Force, they want you to be light blue. And in the Navy, they want you to be navy blue. You know, and, and I wasn't trying to hear that. Um, I was a grown man by the time I entered the military, so I couldn't be indoctrinated. And when I started spreading knowledge itself, because at that time, I uh, had been educated by Lord Sirius Law in the 5% nation, and I gave myself the appellation, Lord God Universal Supreme Allah. So being in the military, I started spreading knowledge and became sort of like persona non grata to the U.S. government. So they started handing out discharges, and I asked for one, and they politely gave me one. Okay. So once I left the military, I went into the Wall Street area and attempted some forays into the business world, which didn't really happen due to the fact that the level of uh, racial animosity was so high at that time that it was quite difficult for a black man to make a move there. But be that as it may, uh, I in, had at that time uh, started a band of uh, I, when I was going to school in these white neighborhoods, one of the prescribed classes was music. Uh, being very musically inclined, um, I learned several musical instruments. So upon leaving school, I started a band. The band became the number one band in Brooklyn at that time. The name of the band was The Outcasts. Probably can't find any hide nor hair of it to this day. And it probably, if I didn't tell you, it may be my homeboy, Kasim, up in New York, tell you about it, you would never know. At that time, we even played at the Playboy Club uh, on 59th Street and 5th Avenue, the New York Playboy Club, the one that uh, uh, Hugh Hefner built after Chicago. Okay. And so we you had the Playboy Bunny. You No, 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 no. I was a guest star. I walked in the door and the bunny hand me martinis and each one of my crew right behind me. And we went backstage, set up our band, and turned that place out, okay? Uh -huh. I thought I was going to get on Playboy After Dark, you know, the, the TV show that you have to have. But uh -huh. that didn't work out either, so. <laughs> he didn't want you taking all his women. Yeah, I think that's maybe what it was, you know. And I also think he had his own agenda. And even though he did help some black artists get started, I don't think they was quite ready for my band yet, you know what I'm saying? Because we was like, sort of like Earth, Wind & Fire, Mandrill, you know, we was a, 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 a real band with no canned music, you know? And when we played, you could feel the fire in the place and everybody jump up and down and ceiling start coming apart and everybody dancing and the music pumping. And, yo, it used to be tight, trust me. I might be an old dog now, but I did my thing back in the day. 
Okay. Any case. So um, you didn't miss a beat, huh? Not one. Matter of fact, I created a couple of them. But in any case, uh, I uh, met my second wife. And yes, I met my second wife, and she really helped. Uh, mm-hmm. At that time, I really wanted to give women love, but I didn't really know how other than to have sexual encounters with them. But to actually okay. be on a plane with one woman and show her love and receive love from her was something that I learned under her tutelage. And we oh. were together for three years until she passed away in 2015 in my arms. 2013, excuse me. It 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 is still fresh and new in my mind, and I feel like she's gonna walk in the door any minute. But that's another oh, story. That's so sweet. Anyway, she wrote a book while we were together called The Sound Down in the Basement, a children's book. And uh, it didn't really do all that great as far as money, but I believe that it was a good thing for children to have gotten a chance to read the ones they did. But her completion of her manuscript sort of gave me or provoked me to go ahead and do one of the ones I've been holding on to for so long. I originally was going to write a science fiction novel called Starseed, which talks about black aliens. And because of so much work that has to be done as far as me writing that, I knew that my deadline was running short on the manuscript that I wanted to produce. So I decided to go into the social world uh, and, and go into the erotic fiction. Because I really needed a tool with which that I could talk to my people through and get their ear. People don't really want to listen to you like if you ain't got the hottest jam out, you ain't come up with the baddest beat, you know what I'm saying? Your poem didn't drop and everybody's stunned, you know what I'm saying? Your book ain't on the New York Times bestseller list. I just need a way to get to talk to my people. Okay. That's all. Okay, really and, and so before I let right. you jump into to the story about... Um, writing in this genre, I want to go ahead and bring um, my other co-host on because, yeah, he's always late. Um, Ron, are you here today? Are you here tonight? Are you here yet? Yes, ma'am. I am definitely here. How are you? I'm fine. It's nice that you joined us. Hey, nice well, to meet you, know, you, bro. I, what's going on, partner? How you feeling? All right. I'm, I'm I'm listening to you and you talking about the, um some places in New York that make my memory go back. I'm like, oh, let me find out. That's back in the days uh-huh. right there. I hear you, my brother. There used to be a place called Fulton Terrace on Fulton Street, uh, between Howard and Saratoga, just before you get to the V split that oh, takes you towards you. Hopkinson and take one side down Hopkinson, one side down Fulton Street. There used to be a club there yes, called. Sir. Fulton. I go a step further with you. I go a step further with you right over there. Remember a place called Bubbling Brown Sugar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. I, actually, as a child, I actually caught the chicken pox in that place. How about that? <laughs> I hate you. You know another spot? The COCP, downtown Brooklyn. Yes, listen, man. Listen, oh, we, we 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 have a talk after the show. That's definitely hey, going back. I hear you. <laughs> anyway, you know, I've been seeing a lot of abuse to my sisters lately. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like 
somebody got to step up and say something. You know what I'm saying? All the names they be calling them on the records and the way that they disrespect our beautiful queens. I feel like I put on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I feel like if you can't say it to your mama, you can't say it to no black woman on this planet. And I don't care if they don't like it. I'm that nigga, yo. I have a beautiful mother. She passed away in 1988. Sacrificed everything for me and my brothers. By the way, my brother just passed away at the beginning of this month. But that's another story. My mother was one of the greatest beings I've ever known on this planet. So for somebody to disrespect her, even just because of her genre, her genre, you go, you go disrespect her genre, even that irritates me to an area that I don't really want to get into. And see, I'm not into this violence. Everybody want to settle everything by violence. See, I feel like we have the most powerful thing that exists in the universe, and that is our minds. It's stuck in between our ears. I believe that we can do anything with our mind. I believe you can talk somebody out of shooting you. I have once, but that's another story. But I believe that we can meet. The two minds can meet. And we can all understand what the truth is and stop killing each other and allowing others to kill us. How about you okay. your phone now? I hate to keep punching. <laughs> but I got it naturally. My father used to be a minister many, many years ago, back in the 1960s. He had his church. Oh, and he actually tried to do that Jesus thing, you know, where you help the community. You know, the offering that you take up in church, go to pay Sister Lee's uh, rent or light bill, help Sister Franklin get some food. You understand what I'm saying? He tried to help people. So, like, I didn't really have a bad idea of Christianity until I figured it out my, my own self and did ex- uh, my own research on that and a number of other religions. And I came to the conclusion that if it ain't helping the people, it's hurting the people. So Come I can't go. Wait a minute. Help me Did that my sound like something that would come out of Ron's mouth? That sounds like something wrong with that. Man, Ron. got a point. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, there was a brother by the name of Ra many centuries ago in Kemet, and he had some good shit to say too. You know, but you'll never know it if that's if you don't ever get a chance to get out there and read some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like Professor. Uh, Ivan Van Sertema, his works, you know, uh, Chancellor William. Uh, I like to listen to Professor John Henry Clark. You understand? I go down on YouTube and check these brothers out. And, yo, a lot of them got some serious knowledge. And if you could, you know, find a space in your brain to accumulate it, I believe it could be beneficial. But that's just me. How they say on Facebook, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and and, and, and me saying that, that sounds like something that Ron would say. Um, our my co-host Ron often talks about um, helping the community, and so for you to say if it doesn't uh, help, it hurts. That I was just suggesting that in in some of the um, I guess the mentality you guys are similar. That's all. Well, y'all right. You got it right. Any brother is really trying to help us our, our condition um, improve. Hey, he got my vote. For reals. <laughs> All but right. Anyway, so, what? Well, we should try to get well. to this book. That's what's up. Now, eventually, I get your vote. <laughs> but I got, I, I do got a, um, 
I do got to say that I'm listening to you, and I'm riding with everything you say, and I'm just trying to think of something that I could say to Shamor that I can't say to my mother. I'm just trying to think of something. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it got to be something that I could say to her that I wouldn't say to my mother. I know it's something. I'm just trying to think of what that thing is. Uh, oh, oh, pick me. Me. Everything mm-hmm. you say to me, you wouldn't say to your mother. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I got mm-hmm. one hell of a mouth. Mm-hmm. My mother will let you know. I say some things. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, now we're going to grow stuff. That's so hateful and honorary, you would not say to your mom because you like her, but you don't like me. It's okay. I mean, we coexist, but I know. I know what it is. Whatever. I would love to get back kind of into where you were going before. Because I know that's going to lead into you telling us a little bit about um, your novel. Okay. So if you kind of journey back to you talking about what you felt was missing from um, the woman's sexual experience, that'll kind of lead us back into you discussing how your novel came to be. Okay. Well, I noticed throughout my travels that a vast majority of women did not think of their orgasmic pleasure at the top of their minds when they're in sexual liaisons with different men or whoever. And I found that the society as a whole did not value a woman's sexual pleasure. It was more or less like we can use women for our sexual pleasure. I'm getting mine. She don't get hers. Well, I mean, it it, it, it had become epidemic proportions as far as I was concerned. Now, I've endeavored all my life to try to bring orgasmic pleasure to the women that I've made love to. I've my motherfucking I, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I've been pretty successful. He's found the friend. I don't know about this one. He's found another friend. I feel like if I could do this, and it ain't like it's not magic tricks. You know, you don't, you don't got to be no rocket scientist. Women are easy. All they want you to do is show them the love that you that they deserve. Hi, Joe. That's what I'm talking about. Be making love to them. Don't be making ooh lust sex so that I can just like get it right now and then I'm gonna leave and never call her. Anyway, I feel like this. You should love this woman like she your wife. If you have a concept of what a wife is in your mind, do you cherish? So you saying? You saying? Let me let me let me back you up a little bit right here because I want to make sure that I am understanding you your whole theory here. So you're saying that there are no casual sex mates, that all of these encounters are deep, passionate, love-making encounters, and that you should always lay with the woman as if she is your wife. Damn, that's why you're a school teacher, ain't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. I like that. <laughs> But, yeah, if you don't treat a woman like she deserves to be treated, she can feel that shit. She know. If you act like you don't like the smell, the taste a little tart, there's some hairs in the way, you don't know what position to have her lay in so that she can get, like, the utmost pleasurable feelings, then she know that. And if she don't, she better learn. Because I'm about to okay, change Okay, okay, okay. 
Okay. I'm okay. trying to make sure that women have it. orgasms. I ain't playing, yo. This would you say that talk. right? The, the, the last ten words you just said. Would you say those just to, to your mother? Those those last ten words right there. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. If you had met my mom, you would be much pleased that there's a woman that could comprehend on that level. Okay, I'm with you because I ain't talking about pushing my mother. I just ain't gonna do it, but I ain't gonna do it, yo. <laughs> You ain't talking about doing what to your mother? I ain't talking about pussy and pleasing pussy with my mama. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not, I can't well, do it. If you feel like that would be harsh, you could tell, say it like they used to say back in the Victorian days. You know, the pleasuring of a woman in her private areas are some things that has to be addressed by the men of today. That's not Yeah, bad. see, my mother see right through that bullshit. She'd be like, watch your mouth. Uh-uh, we don't need to talk about that. She see right and through And she it. could see that she up the to know she shouldn't be getting mad, especially since we talking about some shit that's going to help her. Because, see, I'm trying to make see? every Wait woman have that. Wait a minute. I want every right. woman to enjoy it. Pineapples, pineapples, pineapples. Pineapples all here to bust our ass and struggle. No, he gave us orgasms for a reason, yo. Juan, he just said... That your mama should tell you how she get hurt. She should tell you. Right, see you. that right there? Right, that's that that that's uncomfortable than a motherfucker right there. I don't want to know where my mother pussy me in pleasure. Once mm-hmm. you get a little older, you understand we all adults, man. And you don't even... I don't give a fuck if I'm 847 years old. My mother's clitoral stimulation is not topic for discussion. Well, you might not want to discuss it. I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying, and get this through your head, dear partner, is me and my mama ain't talking about her tootie box. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't saying it anything to be talked about. I'm just saying that's a conversation that Deborah and Ronald are going to have. That's what I'm saying. I can't really speak on that. She's in here today. You understand? And I talked to her. She was alive about many aspects of my life and the things that I, I did and things that, you know, she did. She told me about, yo, please. So on the real, you know, I feel like this is like my, my, my duty to try to help the women in this planet. And I don't know, man, maybe you can't say nothing to your moms. I ain't mad at you. I ain't got no beef with I that. Ain't, I'm not about to tell mom. I'll be honest. I'm a female. I'm really not going to talk about much to my mama like that either. I, that's why they talking to my daddy. <laughs> Y'all whippersnappers going to have to get up off that shit Be on the real You grown now You ain't babies You having babies Y'all grown Y'all can be talking to me and not be grown I don't talk to children Because children don't understand I know y'all grown I heard you say it Snapples need to talk to y'all mama About how they get there I would talk to her about it Matter of fact she probably I hear what you're saying And I dig it but I'm still going through trauma from seeing my mother bent over on that couch when I was like 12 years old. So I know I ain't having this conversation out loud. You ain't talking to her about her cat getting me. I understand, my brother. I understand. I still got to come to grips with that right there. Once I come to grips with that shit, 
Once you that shit can come to grips too. Alright. Woo wee. This Ooh. has taken a turn, everybody. Oh, All right. So, so yeah, see, we're left field. Okay. And I'm listening to I'm listening to these two grown men who are trying to come to some compromise on how much conversation is okay to have about sex and with whom. And at this point, they are differing. I don't know how you guys feel on the live feed. I don't know how you guys feel that are listening or are online. But do you talk to your mama about her, um, as Ron called it, duty box? Or... No, 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 it ain't duty box. It's a tootie box. Come on now, get it right, get it together. Your your duty box is what those transmissions be using. That's the duty box. That's that's a whole different box. Transmissions, I like that. The clarifications of that. But what I do want to know, I just want to know, like, how many of you? Because there are some conversations I can have with my mom, but there's a degree to which I don't want to know. I don't want to know how she like it. Um. I don't necessarily want to know um, how long it takes. I mean, certain things I don't want to know. Um, but right, there right. Are conversations. I, I don't need to know if my mama squirt. I don't need to know that. That's not yeah, nothing I, I, I need, need in my life. Hey, mama, you know, if you're listening, don't ever tell me that. Take that shit with you when you leave here. I don't want to know that. <laughs> but, you know, if there are some woman questions about intimacy, I can't. I do have a relationship where I can ask my mom about things about my body, or I can say, you know, I was having sex and this happened, and she can comfortably uh, converse with me about it. But that's me. Like, she's my mom. So, yeah, I can tell anything about anything on this body. But there are some things that I didn't give birth to her, so I don't even want to know about some of her parts. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. want to know. All right, listen, wanna- listen, listen. When I mentioned mothers earlier, as opposed to rappers and other guys saying derogatory names about women, that was all a mother situation that I really was trying to get into. I'm really okay. trying to get into the grown and sexy women out there who's having issues with men who don't know which end is up. Okay, I'll let's do that. I've seen some of the comments on Facebook, and it's ridiculous. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's talk about that. I think that will make everybody more comfortable. I don't think anybody want to talk about their mama no more anyway. So let's go ahead. Let's move into grown folks that don't know how to have sex. Mm. Well, I believe one of the things is that men do not know what a woman's body is about. It's lots of issues with women's bodies because, see, they're not everything is not central and localized in one place <coughs> like men. Women have other erogenous zones that men have to take into account when they're trying to please them. Okay. So you're saying it's men's fault. Hell yeah. We the maker and the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, and God of the universe. It's always our fault. Mm, mm. He ain't never lie. We created move everything. On, I mean, black man, move I on. I this white guy the other day, and I told him, everything that you love about America, all of the inventions that make your life worth living here in America was created by black people. And if you, and that's with your chain around our neck. If you had let us go, we'd turn this shit into a utopia that you ain't never seen, which is also one of my dreams. 
I don't know, maybe you've seen some of my pages, but I fight for reparations for black people. And I know there's all this stuff about, oh, if you get them niggas the money, it's going to be rims and gold chains all up their ass. I don't really care so much about what people think we're going to do with the money. Because I got a program to make sure that if they give us this money, we're going to keep almost all of it. I mean, yeah, right now, um, we turn over the economy a trillion dollars a year in spending, mostly by beautiful black queens. So I feel like we can control this economy. But first, we have to have a vision. Ain't nobody want to unify long enough to stop buying weaves or Air Jordans. You understand? So we got to come to a kind of a compromise. You know, you can still buy the junk you want to buy, but at specific times. So that way we don't empower them of everybody else. Because if we don't show them our power, they're never going to respect us. That's why so I believe that we That we should have... Like a weave, a weave ration day, or a Jordan ration day, I'm and then done with her. she said a weave ration day. Yeah, yeah and, and then like outside of those days, you can't buy it, but on this day you can buy it. And then did, I, did you say wanna, that you have wet like and wavy Wednesdays? Is that what it's called? Yes, because you know wet and wavy is her favorite. You know wet and wavy is her favorite. I well, know, wet and wavy Wednesday. Under black, black, fine waves. Uh, they like his hair. So oh. what? I don't have a problem with them buying it. I just have a problem with the white man knowing that they're going to buy it before they get their money from the root. He know exactly what we're going to buy. They got everything set in for I bet a million chickens died yesterday morning just so they could make sure they had fried chicken for the niggas in the restaurants. Trust me. They know what we like. They girl got thick edges. Yeah. I, I see other people a thousand must eat some chicken. I mean, don't I mean I'm, All right, all right, all right. Let me ask you a question, brother. Let me ask you a question. I'm just saying that they know what we like. If you, you don't believe they they know what we like, I come they everything that we buy, they have it right there ready for us to buy. You can't get rims if you got to go there, like, to Fred Fristle and say, make me some rims. Nah, them rims sitting up there pretty, and they got them spinning with lights and all kind of shit. So as soon as you walk through the door, ooh, trust me, they know what we like. And that is a very powerful tool in our arsenal. Because we could have them thinking that we like something so much that we can't do without it, and then do without it. You do remember Martin Luther King and the bus rides, right? That man told everybody, don't ride the bus. And don't nobody ride the bus for a whole year. Black people carpooled and everything. The bus company collapsed and filed bankruptcy. The city begged them to ask the niggas to please get back on the bus. But no person had to go to the back of the bus or give up their seat for a white person ever again. And one of the reasons they killed them is because they didn't just do that down there in Mississippi. We didn't ride the bus in Brooklyn, New York. Niggas in Newark didn't ride the bus. Niggas in Detroit didn't ride the bus. They said, that man got too much power. He got to go. That's why Martin Luther King is dead. They try all kind of... That's why. Oh, he was against the war. and then, Nah, he could say something and all the niggas be down. And that's too much power for a black man to have as far as they're concerned here in the wilderness of North America. Which is why I've been trying to keep my mouth shut most of the time. I got up to be 60 years and, and, and change by not really telling them too much. 
Because if I tell them too much, then all of a sudden I have a COINTEL PRO accident. <laughs> but if I could just idea of loving my beautiful queens out there, it's worth it. It's worth it. Now, since I've been pontificating so long, let me hear from y'all. What do you think about the availability of having orgasmic pleasure from the men that you date or marry or love? What, what I want you to do, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Give me a minute. I need a minute to come back because you had me talking about Martin Luther King. Now thank you. you. I was, thank you. I was <laughs> saying, how he go from I got a dream to I got a come stream? This motherfucker <laughs> then went from one, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Bus strike to busting that pussy open. With my press on and my support holes, and I was protesting, and then he was like, "So you coming?" I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Oh, right, bus, exactly. Give me a minute here. I need, I need a minute here. I'm ready. Okay. And not I only are you coming, but I want to hear about it from y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, it don't matter if the black girl don't say nothing. Of an interview, I'm telling you, this interview is everywhere. <laughs> Civil rights, the right position. I'm trying to just be peace and say I want to be in the mouth. And I don't know if that's a breast with a nipple. It was a breast with a chicken a minute ago. I don't know which kind of breast I'm trying to be. I'm just trying to be present. Okay. Yeah, Nice. But I number. usually ask people three number. questions. Before I have a conversation with them, I ask them three questions. Three questions. I said, do you know what a nebula is? And if they don't know what a nebula is, I tell them that a nebula is a star nursery. And the nearest nebula close to us is the horsehead nebula, where our star Saul was born. And I ask them, do they know who Publius Scipio was? And they say, Publius Scipio. He was, he was the one that defeated Hannibal, Hamon Barker, at the Battle of Cannae in the 12th century. And once he defeated Hannibal, the Roman Senate had proclaimed him Publius Scipio Africanus. And from then on, the entire continent, motherland that we now call Africa, was named after him, Africanus. And the third question I usually ask is, who is the original man? The original man, as I stated earlier, is the Asiatic black man, the maker and the owner, the queen of the planet Earth, the father of civilization and God of the universe. The reason I ask those three questions to see if that person has their head on straight. Do they understand where they came from, from the inception of the planet all the way down to the inception of who they are? So usually I ask those questions. But tonight, All right. I just thought I'd All be right, nice. let me ask you this question, brother. Let me ask you this question, then, since, since that's the criteria for having your head on straight. Um, there was, there is a line of thought that says that Africa was Africa before the general because there is a term of Afu Raka. And I, that uh, being said, excuse me? Akebulan. Exactly. So if that being said, if that term was pre-existing to this 
European, then mm-hmm. how can we give the 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 rights of naming a continent after this person when that term was here predating that man? All that's right. doing is falling into their trick and giving them credit for something that they shouldn't get credit for. Right. But you got people walking around believing that they are African Americans, that they derive from Africa. They don't even know what the hell Africa is, where it came from, what the name was about. So usually I ask that second question to see how much history they know about their own people, their own land. I ask these questions because in 1985, the United States government cut its education budget to the schools. And not only to black schools, but to all schools. So a lot of education that I received prior to 1985, they're not getting now. When I talked about having a band earlier, that's because I played 14 different instruments, okay, violin being the first one. So I know that the education has been shortchanged. So sometimes I ask people questions to see, you know, just about what they have an idea of that exists out here. Because a lot of times when I say things, people don't understand. Matter of fact, my woman that I'm with right now, the first thing that I said to her was, do you understand what the fuck I say? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Do you understand what I say? And as long as you understand what I say, you ain't going to have a problem. I like to take the time to listen. I've been running my mouth like a chainsaw for the last 20 minutes or so, but uh, I usually like to listen. Uh, I think we were trying to um, trying to figure out if we understand what's coming out of your mouth too. We're not the woman, but we're trying to see if we in the same boat or not. And so I think we were listening intently to see what kind of conversation this is going to be. Because, like I said before, you kind of have had us moving from place to place. We were trying to follow your stream of thought. And um, your segues are a little bit different than ours. Um, so we just, yeah. So we are listening. We are with you. And um, we appreciate all of this, um, this wonderful no. mixture of conversation we're having. Yes. Now, um, the book that uh, we're discussing tonight is a series of vignettes of one Easy Hansen. Uh, his actual name is Esau, but his friends call him Easy. And Easy has uh, a number of episodes with various women and situations in the book, and I split those up into chapters so that you could digest them one at a time. I've uh, varied the different women or types of women because I feel like that a person should be able to identify with the characters that are in a story. So some women is nice and thick. Some women is normal size. Some women is slim. And when I say normal size, I don't mean like, you know, um, 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 125 pounds. I'm talking about like, you know, 160, somewhere in that area, you know. And then there's women that are smaller. So I used a wide variety of women that I could use in order to allow women to identify or as many women as possible to be able to identify with the characters in the book. Now, uh, Easy has sort of an outlook on life 
what you would kind of say is laissez-faire or live and let live. And he frequently finds himself having to help other people, which he does with a smile. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see in the things that Easy says and the way that he treats people a more correct way of treating women. To concentrate more on giving them pleasure as opposed to pain. Ain't into pain. Don't like no pain. Ain't trying to hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Now, in certain aspects of the book, there are some controversial situations. Uh, Something happens in a hospital. I don't want to get into it too deeply, but uh, he has to do some protection protocols, and in other sections of the book, uh, Easy is being called upon to spread his charms. Uh, So I believe that it sort of traverses a good distance of uh, sexual understanding for people, and I'm sure, virtually sure, that they will enjoy the read. And like I always say, may you live as long as you want to, and may you want to as long as you live. That sounded inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's all that, but I know you sound like a motherfucking pimp. You know what I'm saying? For a second, like, make your next move your best move, baby. That was very pimp Oh boy, put me in a pimp mode here. Yeah? Uh, a pimp named Slickback. A pimp named Slickback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me just tell you this, um, Arthur Hawkins. You are something else. You yeah. are and, and my Ron boys, you are something else. Oh, thank you very much, my dear. <laughs> okay, so, so so let's ask some of these questions. Let's let's dig into some of this information about your main character. This main character is a figment of your imagination because you are such a crafty writer. However, how many? Uh, how much? Maybe percentage-wise, is this uh, main character um, a, um, not necessarily you, but a real person, based on a real person? Well, since he's based on me, (laughs) I consider him sort of my alter ego. I mean, you know, I can say things as easy that I might have an issue with people when I say it to them to their face. You understand? So, and I always going to say something to your face. You know, I ain't hiding behind nobody back. I know who I am. I say what I want. But on the real, it's much easier to say it as easy. I'm not fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I cannot. I cannot. I, 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 I shall not. Dude, it, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm, 
I'm confused and uncomfortable, and I don't know how to feel. <laughs> He's like, uh, I mean, like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, show me where it, he it's says crazy. <laughs> 20 minutes ago, I had a reparations question. Then, no saying before that, I had a question of what I should talk to my mama about. Now I'm like, I don't know whether I should ask for fucking Pimp Chronicles. I don't know where the fuck to go. That's the other thing, my brother. Is at your service. This conversation has been everywhere. This interview is amazing. This is an amazing interview. Yeah, we can do this once a week. No, uh uh, I can't deal with this type of confusion in my life. Um, I can't because I don't do confusion well. So I. I've been so many places. Oh, if you talk to me a couple more times, you won't be confused no more. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> do see, I um, explain everything I say. I don't be trying to lie to people. You know, I feel like too much time to pass I, for me. You know what I way. think it I is? I ain't no lies or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, would say I, you know, I think but, what it is is that you took me too far too quick with too much. Yeah. Now you sound I, like a pimp. That shit's contagious. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I'm sorry. I didn't really intend to take you too far. I really was just wanted to discuss the. <laughs> you asked me about me, and I sound like a deep, deep psychopedia there. And I don't just I'm touch you. I'll be a pimp man slipping. You know, I'll be a pimp man slipping now. So much shit happened in my life, it read like uh, Iliad and the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I had a special court martial when I was in the Navy. They were trying to send me to the Navy. You know, I was on a watching the 36th Naval Bridge in Diego, California. Uh, Aspects of my life are stories that I will tell in the future, but in the meantime, I thought I'd give them a little easy. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Why did you just say this? I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation um, about <laughs> something else. <laughs> I don't but know. I don't see, know how. That's what The book sounds interesting, and then so with that, take that and ask a question to have a topic and talk about it. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna yeah. do. Uh, heavy women entitled do to orgasmic pleasure. So what? Huh? I didn't understand it. You said it so fast. I didn't understand. Orgasmic pleasure. Are heavy women, poor corpuscular women, voluptuous women entitled to sexual orgasmic pleasure? Is that really? I mean, that's why. That's why. So, in other words, to translate, he said, "Do big bitches need a nut too?" That's what he said. That's what he said. I mean, mean, I'm an old curvy thick chick, so therefore I get mine. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna get mine. Whether it's good, sis, I like that. That's what I'm talking about. So really. Then there's what? someone that, trying to say that, that book, don't have that, orgasms or something. What? The question he asked: Do big the women reason, deserve to enjoy and have pleasurable sex? Deserve. Yes, that's what um, I said. That's 
Um, you deserve to have sex with six and back for the rest of your life. Because you're not going to be pumping on my fleshy body, and I'm not going to get nothing out of it. I hear you. That's what I'm talking about. But this has not been on the front burner for years. I can give myself pleasure if if I just got to. Yeah. Oh, so, that. Ask you a question, brother. Sweaty and so, bothered and not get nothing. So why do you ask that question about about big women and not like I found in my personal life is that a woman with a little more weight on her she actually puts her work in, but mm-hmm. these little mm-hmm. skinny heifers they mm-hmm. be thinking they entitled to the dick. Um, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you ask the question? Do know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, itty bitty titty committee holes deserve to get it nut. Well, it's Why is that not a question? Thank you, Ron, for standing up for. Thank you. It's because of the video, Joe. The video victims and took over, and every man see a video with the victims in them say, "I want one of them." Let me have one of them with the long, 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 long hair. Let me have one of them with with, with the implants here and there and everywhere. You understand? Let me have one of them. And if a woman got a right. little bit more, like, I like the belly. I like a juicy belly. You know what I'm saying? If she got a little bit of belly, and oh, she can't get on the video. And I challenge all them niggas making them videos, how come you ain't got no real thick, juicy ladies on there? You got these vixens, which is one V below voluptuous, which is one V too many for me. So I felt like maybe they weren't being addressed. And maybe there was some animosity going on there. And, you know, I wanted my sisters this, you know, in that magnificent way to speak on it. Peppies? No. <laughs> no. Why not, my brother? I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but... You went the long way away, the long way around, not answering my question, and I didn't ask you to expound upon the 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 voluptuousness. I said, why didn't you do something? And you told me why you did something, and I get why you did it. But my question is, why didn't you do the opposite of that? Well, like I said, I felt like uh, they were getting more attention in that light. Than my thicker sisters, so I'm more or less. But what I'm saying is, but yeah. a, but a video vixen, from my understanding, would be that middle ground. You know what I'm saying? So the middle ground would be a woman who got a little curve to her. You know what I'm saying? A curve here and a curve there, as opposed to a, a bigger woman got a curve everywhere. I'm talking about the heifers with no curve, just straight up and down. Mm. Why? I mean, that's another extreme. Why go to one extreme and not the other extreme? If you know what I'm saying, if the attention is showed in the middle, why all the way? Why you know what I'm saying? Impress upon this how the left should feel. What about that right over there? You feel me? Well, yeah, I feel you. But I mean, you know, first off, you know, <laughs> this was a question you know, saying on the radio show, you know, and basically, I'm saying things that most people could kind of get a hook and as opposed to the story, but on the real. I wrote it a certain way. I intended to be a certain way. I was trying to reach those sisters, and I'm hoping that they'll love it and buy my book. Okay. 
mean, I ain't trying to offend nobody none. I hope I ain't offended nobody. Oh, oh no, we offend people on a weekly basis. And then we would then offend you back or we would have a whole big old discussion about offending. We're not offended. Oh, good, because I feel like I can say anything with my people. You know, to my people and around my people, I feel free enough to tell them the truth. I ain't got to hide shit like I did for the white folks on Page Publishing because they don't understand nothing. So I just give them a little taste, and that's all they can handle. But I feel like I'm here with my peoples, man. I'm home. I feel like I can say what I want to say that's going to really let them understand where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. Okay, so let's go back. Um, Let's go back to some stuff. Um, Because I might have been um, stuck in one place and you had gone to another, so I just want to catch up with everybody else. Um, So, in your, you know, thought process of writing this book and aiming this book towards um, women who sometimes suffer from lack of attention when having sex with men, um, and you were determined to pull those women in and let them know that they were deserving of pleasure, Um, and so you decided to do it through prose and so that you could be on every coffee table in America um, with every woman giving her pleasure. Um, Can I sign up for your class? I'm sorry? Can I sign up for your class? You got it right on page. I love it. You Uh -uh. said exactly what I was feeling. It sounds like she was trying to make you a whore, like you were on every coffee table with every woman in America with your nasty ass. Like, that's what it sounds like she was saying. (laughs) Why you want to go there? It sounded like she was calling you a man whore. I just want to know exactly what she's trying to get at. No, that's not what she was saying. She wanted to understand why should your book be on every coffee table in America. Right, but she didn't say your book. She said you on every coffee table. And she said you were like five U's. No, she said. Uh, she didn't say the book. Your book. She didn't say the book, did she, brother? <laughs> I was on a roll here. I was understanding, comprehending, and regurgitating information. No, you weren't. Shut up. Oh, so you was getting a little pimpish yourself. Okay, we went from a pimp named Flickback to fucking, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't. Sally, Sally the Pandora. Oh. But this is important stuff, though. You know, this, this is not, I didn't make it up. There's a real need for women's orgasms to be thought about it with for real instead of just like, eh, I don't care. It's got to be. I this think is about my important. own. I don't need nobody to think about them for, my, for me. I can think about it myself. This yeah, is but don't important. you want to do This is the kind of stuff that we should be having hashtags about. This is Word. real. Word. Hashtag a bitch need a nut, too. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, get your own nut. <laughs> hashtag, bust a nut. What, like? I like that. I hear that. I mean, it's hey, yours. You might as well get it. Hey, hashtag, bitch, need a nut too, motherfucker. Man, you better get yours. Yeah, uh, all day, all the time, every few minutes. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know my Kevin Hart impression need work, but anyway. <laughs> I just want to know, like, how does your woman put deal, how does she feel about 
few doing this on every coffee table in America. Well, she's here right again. now. So you busting nuts on every coffee table in America? What? Oh Lord, I, have mercy. Not a problem with it due to the fact that the book will be on the coffee table, not me. Right. <laughs> the book. Like you can get all that book, you can get all that good shit in that book. But in order for me, you to get hands-on attention, you'd have to be my woman, and I only got one of them at a time. Period. See, that last at a time comment, see, that's how you go learn. You don't need to say every. If she really right there next to you, you should have left right. that fucking line out. Yeah, I'm right here. But, um, you said- All right, that at a time, that shit right yeah. there might have got me popped in my lip if I said that near my woman. Like, oh, bang. Oh, shit. At a time, motherfucker. Uh, my brother, I had a woman die on me. You understand what I'm saying? So once she died, it was time for another woman, or else I was going to crawl into the coffin with her. You know, they don't make bunk beds and coffins, yo. Straight up, they I had a woman sure don't. die on me. In my arms. Ain't no joke. So trust me when I tell you, yo. It ain't. It's not something pleasant that you would like to go through. So there's only not one woman that you're supposed to be with. Period. No, I got you. It's just that that at a time. You know what I'm saying? Makes me go into my. You know, on this show we often talk about polygamy. Mm. So you know, that 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 brings me into that realm when you say the at a time thing. He said yeah. we often talk about. No, your ass always bring what? up. You always want to bring up polygamy. Every I other day, you want to bring up polygamy. Run is polygamy. That the English language is difficult at times, and sometimes I may say something. But what I meant when I said at a time, I mean, as long as I'm with that woman, that's her time. Anything else happen, hell, I could die. But anything else happen, I'm going to have to have another woman. Because I believe in loving women. That's just me. I'm sorry. But I'm not going to love one of them, at a, but one of them at a time. So the woman that I'm in love with now that I'm loving, that's my woman. And no other woman can impinge upon that, no matter how good she looking, whatever kind of shit she talking. And, all right, and none of that matters. I got my I love and appreciate that whole statement. And I thank God for men who are okay with saying that that's what the hell I mean. So I'm glad that's how you feel. And your woman is a lucky woman. Well, thank you. I'm sure she would say Why you, you say that shit like you was angry? Like you just got a frown on your face and while you're saying it. Like, and the thing was, she was pointing in the uh, camera. Like, uh, yeah, with a, with, a, with, a, with a pinky. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, woman? All right, well, what happened was a pointer finger. She was pointing. I Hashtag, you need a nut right this very doing. minute. <laughs> leave my, no, my friend doesn't. You leave my friend alone. Thank you. Thank you, God damn, you fucking sound hostile. I just wanted to make sure that as a man, do you think about your orgasm when you get with it? The passion that I had about it, I wanted to make sure that I was passionate, that I appreciated women and their thing that they do at a time. That's what I wanted. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now, to answer your question, brother, um, mm-hmm. when I does what I does, I does what I do. Um, I, I, I'm definitely a, a, a pleaser. I definitely make sure that she gets what she's supposed to get. Um, and But at the same time, there is some 
responsibility on a woman to get hers too. Like you just can't think I'm here just to make so you, you bust your. Woman should ask for what she want. They ask for what they want regardless, whether it's verbal or nonverbal. They always ask for it. You know you what I'm saying? They, they, their, their bodies are asking for it even if their mouth don't. What? What are they? That's, a, that's, that's man science, baby. That's what he's telling you, that we men can spot a woman whose body needs us. And sometimes they may go into positions that let us know that they need us. So exactly, she might, whether they hey, mouth say it or not. Well, you would know. But that's man science, baby. Anyway, go ahead, bro. Just, just go no, no, no. You, you, you have expounded upon that to the, to the exact level that I was going to. So you, you got oh, it. Yeah, because you're doing good there, boy. <laughs> I was liking that. <laughs> well, I feel like if men keep a woman's <laughs> orgasm pleasure uppermost in their mind when they're making love to her, I believe for the woman it'll be a much better and pleasurable experience. More of them will be having orgasms, something that seems to be elusive in the last 10, 20 years, maybe 30. All right, so now to that point, really to that point, as, as a young man, all right, woman, you're not going to be cutting me off. I was trying to talk to the brother, and you want to come in and cut me off. That's not respectful. Proceed, sir. <laughs> um, as I was saying, and Correct me if I'm wrong, brother. Women, they're taught about their body a little differently than men. As a, uh, as a young man growing up, I always thought a nut and an orgasm was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Until I got to manhood, I realized that they're two different things. Mm-hmm. And women kind of realized that a little earlier in life, whereas men, we so busy chasing the nut as opposed to chasing the orgasm or chasing right. the giving of the orgasm. You, you, right. you feel me on that? Cause it, yeah, because it's pleasure in the giving. People yeah. don't understand that. It's pleasure in the giving. You're right, bro. You're 100% right. I try my best to give them the best orgasms they could ever have. I try to make sure that they can't even answer their question like, what's your name? Where you at? What day is it? <laughs> what? I don't want to Right now, I eat the lining out of pussy. Yo, what? 
I think he missed it. I think he missed it. Swing by the better. I think he did. I think he missed that point. You are getting into the dating scene after having been away quite a long time. The well, things well, that I, you expect from women are different than the things that the women are out there offering. You have to look for that right woman. I searched two years. Finally found her. I'm happy as a clam. You sound like oh, a heavy beat song. I searched low and I searched high. Trying to find myself a cutie pie. Oh, my bad. So does that cutie pie have groceries? Do you eat those? <laughs> did you say that that cutie that cutie pie have groceries? Is this is that what you did? I'm just curious. I missed you that, baby. I'm, what you say, I'm just curious. When you come in and there's a trend going on and you jump in the dating scene when that trend is in its highest oh, point, and you feel pressured to do the things that are happening with the young cats, like eating ass. Um, you know, because the young cats are into that. I just, you know, or do you come in you're like, you know, we passed that. I'm a fine woman who respects the fact that I'm older than that and I don't do that kind of stuff. And I got my way, I roll, and you roll this way with me. Uh, anything is fair in love and war, you understand? And if my girl want me to be in the eat a booty gang, I'm a charter goddamn member. But on the real, I make love to a woman. Shit. If I attempt to eat up, but it'd be an overload of sensation because I'd be to eat up everything else. And then, you know, it's time for that, 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 that magic wand, you understand what I'm saying? And after that, usually I have to wake up. So... But if she wake up and say, ooh, eat a booty, I'm going to eat that booty. Anything to make her happy, to make her feel good, to give her that pleasure. That just That's sounds real nasty. And I'm a nasty motherfucker, but you just sound <laughs> disgusting right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can go ahead. Yeah. I cannot. <laughs> I, I can't I either. But that's the only booty I eat. That's her booty. That's my woman, my queen. No. I get no, up with all day it. long. That's I my get baby. It. Ain't, nothing, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing better than Queen Posteria. But it but just Judy sounds all kind of... <laughs> Judy from the video can't get none of that. I get it. I get it. That's for my queen alone. Those are the perks of oh my like... I need a new one. That shit oh, everywhere. my gosh. This is too much. Too much. Too much. I can't. My can is broken. I am left with only cannot, and it is full. I don't know. The motherfucker went from being Ralph Abernathy to Trick Daddy. I don't know what's going on in this fucking interview, but I I be confused. I'm confused. Change America. Did you say you're running for nah. president? No. I said, do you think I'm that nigga that could change America? You, you want to change America? You want to change it? They act like they're American. And I'm not American. I, I'm a pyramid. Thank you. I mean, I don't, I don't always, what? I'm a runaway slave like Nat Turner. 
I'm one of them niggas that don't bear witness to the bullshit. I don't all right, all right. All right, so let's make a 180-degree turn right here for a second, brother. Let's go back to some, 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 some seriousness before we end up getting out of here. You were talking about reparations earlier, right? Yes, sir, and, and, and you say you co-signed reparations, right? That's right. And I even so, got a and I, I got And I get it. And, and I, I go back and forth on the whole reparations thing. But there's a train of thought saying reparations is somebody giving you a slice of cake when in reality we deserve the whole motherfucking cake. And why would you take back a slice when you deserve the whole cake? And why not work on getting this whole cake back as opposed to getting a slice back, which is reparations? If we are fortunate enough to get demons to give us any piece of this money, they owe us $400 trillion. If they give us any piece of this money, I'll be a happy camp, but we can start from there. Right, but that's see that one one could say is that's some whole shit, cause how somebody first of all people never give you what you deserve they give you what they want to give you, um, and you what 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 you deserve, right? And 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 they could never pay what they owe. For them to pay what they owe, they would have to go back to a time when there was no Europe and give us everything back. And there's no way that that is gonna happen possibly. So there's no way that they can give us everything that they owe us. And to get something like that, you would have to take that. So why settle for them giving you something when in reality you need to try to take this shit back? We are the black man. We can make them motherfuckers do anything we want. All we got to do is be down to do it. Right. We the most stimulated so, so, man so on the planet. They watch everything so, we do, from our music to our clothing I, to the way we talk. Everything we do, trust me, we could make them niggas give up that money. I'm, I'm with you, but 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 think about what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Let's just put a number on it real quick. Four trillion dollars. Why would you? You know what I'm saying? Four hundred trillion. All right. Four hundred trillion. Uh, that wasn't the number I used, but sure, let's go with your number now. All right, four hundred trillion. You know what I'm saying? Let's say that that's the number. Why would you settle on four hundred trillion when you can take everything? If you are who I know we are, and what you're saying that we are, you know what I'm saying? The cream of the planet. You know what I'm saying? The the original Asiatic black man. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't settle for what they're going to give you if you are that dominant melanated person. You take what you want. We just got to get up off our knees. So when so so when you say that whole reparations thing, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But that's just getting nigger pennies when in reality you deserve the whole thing. Have you met the white man? That motherfucker will die before he give up a dime. That's why you have to make him do it with the power of your mind. Your wisdom will make him do it. I guarantee you your wisdom is powerful. I know a brother once said, I have a dream. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Power of the wisdom. I've just been speaking I to y'all all you. night. So, I've been so, giving you wisdom, so, the knowledge that so I know. So why would you use your wisdom to give back a portion? We got to be mindful of all this connection that we make when we're talking about I have a dream and we got to talk about the platform of I Have a Dream. We can't always connect everything to that because that was not 100% what 
um, us made. And, and that whole governmental situation assists by the white man. The white man not going to assist you in getting what you owe in no means. So Exactly. I talk white men into doing all kinds of things. I talk white police officers into letting me walk. You, 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 you got that sticky icky over there, bro? What the oh, hell is going on with you? You, 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 you got that loud? You got that loud? Uh, okay? Yeah, this is, um, this is pineapple fields. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought you was hitting some of that, you know what I'm saying? Some of that icky icky. Nah, this is um medically approved cannabis. Oh yeah, same difference. I can talk. I can, I can. I can smell it through the line. Oh, I, I can thought smell you were talking about and everything. I'm about to say what? But on the real though, we could make white America give us this money and be smiling on their faces when they do it. I just want everybody to mark this down today as the first of November. <laughs> I have never had an interview where medically approved cannabis was being. <laughs> In the hill and exhale while we were talking. Just wanted everybody to At know that. At least that you know of. At I'm least that you know of. Hey, it never made anybody cough to where they couldn't talk. So I never knew about True it. True indeed. True I indeed. Want to say another milestone for our show. You know, we've been doing this for a while. been rolling these out for a minute. And this is the first time that we've ever been part of a cough choke that comes with inhaling the green I just want to say I plan to sue the U.S. government for that, that explain, lie. That explains so much to my. It explains now so much to my confusion. That explains a lot. <laughs> Did you hear that me? explains so much to the world right now. Did you say you were suing the government because you smoking weed? All day. Now I see why it took. Why the transitions were the transitions that they were. I understand that. <laughs> That comes from years of being with somebody who did that all the time, and you try to understand what the fuck you talking about. So, okay. Just jumping one thing to the next. What were you saying? Suing the government? I'm suing the government for the lies that they told America and specifically black people. They told us that medical cannabis, the cannabis sativa, was a Schedule One drug. It had no medicinal value, and it was detrimental to you. It was a gateway drug. Then they put out the movie Reefer Madness, which showed people smoking weed and going absolutely crazy, turning them rapists and murderers. And so this lie they put out to the American public caused people to die because a scientist doctor over in Israel just confirmed in the last two years that we human beings have an endocannabinol system. Like we have a circulatory system, a respiratory system, a gastrointestinal system. We also have an endocannabinol system, which means in layman's terms that you need cannabis in your system in order for your system to operate at maximum efficiency. There are CB1 and CB2 receptors in your brain and in your body that connect to your immune system and connect with your brain. By telling now, people brother, that, now, now, now brother, being the wise man that you are, you also have to realize 
that even though we have an endocannabinoid system, it is not intended to be inhaled because any time you add fire to a substance and inhale smoke into your lungs, it is not intended for your body. Now, it was intended in a different form. Flying colors, been smoking weed since I was 14 years old, yo. That ain't got nothing to do with that man in Israel, yo. And that ain't got nothing to do with your body. What I'm saying is, if you drink tea, if you eat it, it's good. But when you inhale it as a smoke, then it is non-cypher. You might even be somewhat right. I don't know. I haven't found any damage to my lungs whatsoever in the last 45, 50 years. So, you know, hey. Let me ask you a question. You, you said you were 60. You said you were 60, right? 61. You're 61, but you only go back 45, 50 years with testing your lungs? What about them first 11 I, years? I was 14. Okay, okay, okay. Just testing. Just, just trying to figure it out what was going on. You know, nah, well, that means Ron, he already said you was just a little bit right. So don't, don't, no, don't, seriously, don't though, there's nothing wrong with weed. Weed is good for you, and it definitely has medicinal properties. But anytime you put smoke into your lungs, that is not the way that it is intended to be in our body. So, you, so, Ron, so Ron, you eat it? What happened? You eat it? Oh, no, I'm going to sell you, too, just like my man on the line. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> we're not supposed to. I'm not saying what I do. That food that I'm going to sell you, too. Listen here, bro. I've eaten it. I smoked it. I've vaped it. I went all kinds of ways with this because, some of fact, I realized that for the vast majority of our lives, the white supremacy establishment had lied to us about so many different things. And this doctor proved that they lied to the American people because there are people who have died with cancers, and this shit killed cancer. It convinced cancer cells to cut up its own blood supply. It brings epileptic... Now blow it out. Exhale, exhale, exhale. Yeah, blow it out. MS, if Richard Pryor would have been smoking weed, that nigga would still be alive today. The MS took him out. If he'd been smoking weed, he'd have beat the MS back. Let me tell you something. This is the most powerful medicinal substance on this planet. And, and if we don't use it, we will definitely get sick. Our immune systems will get weak and we will die. Trust me. I wouldn't tell you no okay. shit that I heard. I ain't going to tell you no shit that I read. I'm telling you shit that I know. You just told me about a, a study you read two years ago from Israel. Now you saying you ain't gonna tell me them shit you read. I'm confused, brother. I seen it on a video, bro. Oh, right. That's, on that's medical different. marijuana miracle cure. One, two, and three. No, you can go on the listen, um, no, people, the Don't RTD get it wrong. I fucks with you on that. I understand the medical properties. So I'm, I'm kidding a little bit, but at the same time, though, I'm almost positive. That the person who put this out is a European, also. Mm-hmm. So we can't say that one European lied to us, but the other European told us the truth. I would, mm-hmm. I would suggest we go to our own sources. You know what right. I'm saying? And you can go to some of our sources, like the ancestor Dr. Sabi, who told you about this. You can go to mm-hmm. one of my ancestors, the, or, or, or one of our scholars on this, Dr. Layla Africa. So we we have our own uh, 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 people 
who are knowledgeable in the subject, but we ain't got to go to some Israeli scientist, you know what I'm saying, that right. I would prefer we use those sources than one of them sources. But I'm with you on the, on, on the gist of what you're saying. I only mentioned him because he wasn't talking to us. He was talking to rich white people. He wanted to let them know. He said he's recommending to the entire government of Israel to put the entire country on weed because they're a universal health care country. So they got to pay every time somebody gets sick. He thinks from his experiments with people smoking weed and taking weed, he thinks that they Fuck will Fucking all this pay. mumbling going on. What the fuck is this side conversation shit? I think they don't get sick. What? Can we not have a conversation? Come on, about lady. What y'all think we about that? We are over here trying I to figure out how to get some weed. cannabis so inside the regular system without smoking it and eating it. That's what we're trying to do over here. We trying to get like y'all. If we don't eat it, we don't digest none of that. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm hearing little that. mumbling, little rumblings, little grumblings, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? We're, we're trying to get right. We're trying to Try get to... like y'all. We're trying to get healthy and test our systems that or whatever. Is... We're just discussing trying to live strong like y'all with the cannabis and the vapes or whatever. That's we're over here trying to get right. Don't worry about what we're doing. Well, I found that <laughs> yeah, so I many fucking stand you. Not... I swear for God. <laughs> <laughs> so many black women do not smoke weed, but they are in danger of the cancers and diseases. Oh, look like, at the time. I want them to... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you nothing's going to hurt you. I love you, beautiful black women. I want you to be healthy and live long and prosper. You understand? I intend to do that. I want one of y'all to understand that this is not something that I mean as a sexual thing. Um, we actually do need weed in our system. Whichever kind of way you could get it in there, you need to get it in there straight up. You know, I would not Are lie you to suggesting you. that we put weed in through our vaginal canal? Is that? I'm trying to understand the connection. What? I don't he think said you, this sounds sexual. Didn't he say, hey, God, I, 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 I want to have a good night. I don't know where they do that at, but. <laughs> no. I, I, I was just trying to connect the dots. I don't want this to sound sexual. <laughs> Then he was like, y'all need some weed. I'm thinking sex and I mean, weed. I know a young lady who traveled out the country one time and put some in her canal so she could get it out the country. But oh, yeah. uh, other yeah, than that. Smuggling. It's smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. This Where has is been, Yala when you needed this has been one of the most amazing um, interviews that we've had together because it has been about Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Mm-hmm. What they it's said. It's been about the nebulas. It's been about the plants. Yeah. Yeah. From the nebulas to the nipples. I didn't even go into string theory. And don't forget about the uh, grocery bag that we brought with us. So we just, and we don't forget just, about the buses. Uh, yeah. We just the buses and and uh, Martin Luther King and reparations Mars. and reparations. Yeah, and, we and I have a whole dream. lot of stuff in this this whole talk. This fireside chat with the presidential candidates uh, on your coffee table, and so we we just go. And whether girthy women have the right to get a nut, don't forget about that. 
That was very interview worthy. You need to say it. Was Thank so you, much. Ellen, Ron. Uh, so, 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 I'm I just wanted to say, um, can I know I'm asking you to do something out of your character here, um, but I am going to ask because I, I think it's just fair. Um, Mr. Hawkins, could you quickly plug where we can find your book? It's on Amazon.com. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on Kobo. It's on Google Play. It's on mm-hmm. iTunes. It's on, uh, oh, I said Amazon.com, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and go to the page publishing website yourself uh, where the publisher is actually at and also get it. All right. That's beautiful, wonderful. We thank you for your evening. You spent time with us. You actually exceeded the amount of interview time that generally is given to a guest. So you are um, special. We will definitely put you down in our special. Um, yes, you're special. Thank you. And so I don't know um, if you want to be on that list, bro. I don't know if you want to be on that yeah. list. Mm-mm. Well, you know, feel free to be able to be up no, 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 it's a short list. No, it's a short list. I don't know. I just know this was too much. Uh, if you get a chance to watch the whole entire interview, have some papers, chart, graph that shit. Tell me what it makes, because I don't know. We, this conversation went like 
I don't know. This probably make a desire. This is probably the result of chemtrails. That's what this shit is. This is chemtrails kind of talk here. I'm, I'm about saying to say this is a result of fucking chem chemtrails. That shit came from. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Ron, you feel that? Mm-mm. Get wrong now. That fool said. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. I see. I was the only one. I see. You're not gonna make me feel like that. I think Ron's <laughs> brain is tired. Okay. Okay, bro. Mm-hmm. I done yawned about forty <laughs> times during this whole goddamn thing trying to breathe and, <laughs> and keep my life together. I cannot. I drank my whole drink before the end of the show. Like, you like for real, like you were turning it up. You took it to the head, like after his first couple of comments, he was like, "Fuck this shit, I don't want to know nothing." You was gone. He's like, "Numb me." <laughs> I'm over here sipping tea, like I need something else. This is not working, Mm-mm, honey. Uh-uh, no, but no feet. Ron, you you are the best today. Today, you are You you earned your check today, brother. You earned it. Because I was in just with my head down. I'm giving you I am giving you a cannabis groceries bus fare bonus today. I'm done with you. Grocery (laughs) and bus fare and cannabis I get yes. all, I get oh, the trifecta. You, you get the trifecta. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't. Oh, I stopped. Okay. I'll fucking stop. I'll I fucking stop. That. I just want y'all to know, America, I stopped interviewing when Martin Luther King <laughs> started having sex with the cannabis. I was fucking <laughs> done. I, I and, t- and telling his mama about it. <laughs> And told his mama and asked his mama what she like, how she get it. I was done. I couldn't oh do no more. Oh my god! Oh my god! I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. My I cannot. hand. I mean, fucking broke. I mean, listen. I, I cannot. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm not necessarily mad about a lot of things that brother was saying. Of course you weren't. I. I I don't know how to take that, and I'm going to skim over that real quick. Let's keep it moving. Because um, he sounded but, like a Ron on cannabis. No, 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 <laughs> no. A 60-year-old Ron on cannabis. <laughs> oh, God. He's like 10 years from no. that shit. Like, right? Like, this is what we're going to get in, like, 10 fucking years? Like, my mm-hmm. God. We're going to have the same conversation when Ron's 61st birthday comes. We're going to have the same fucking conversation. We're going to be sitting around. We're going to be sitting around here and be passing it back and forth between themselves because, you know, we don't do that. <laughs> no. So we're going to all rotation no. of just Ron. We're just passing the joint back to you. Passing around right back to you. <laughs> I don't care for either one of y'all right now. I don't care for either one of y'all right now. Y'all used to be my people's now. Basically, fuck off of y'all. How about that? How about that? Oh, God. Did you stick your middle finger up at us? Did you do this? Did you do like this? Like, did you stick your middle finger up? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I used to have a connection in the two years. Now I can care less about both of you. Well, you know we curvy girls. We don't deserve no pleasure anyway. <laughs> 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 
So listen, I don't really <laughs> think about that. We need to get our curvy asses on the our curvy dry asses on the bus. Cause we not we not even entitled to no Martin Luther King either. No, get off the bus and walk, baby. Lose <laughs> the fucking power. Run, run to the next march. <laughs> Run to the next march. <laughs> me if I understand that you can kiss all my curvy ass. How about that? You oh, get off and the only thing you are, only thing they allowed to eat is groceries. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what the hell we talking about, you didn't watch the the interview, and we still don't know what the hell we talking about because we didn't know what the oh, hell. Oh shit. I'm not fucking with y'all ever, ever again. You'll be back next week. I sure next will. Week. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'll talk to you. Matter of fact, I'll talk to you on Friday. What you talking about? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Friday. Oh man, y'all are bananas. Oh god. Okay. I cannot. I appreciate every t- tonight. I'm telling you, I am beaming. This night is Ron is my motherfucking night. This is Ron. Is Imagine if I'd have got here on time tonight. What the fuck would I oh would have been through? Oh my god! You would have got here on time. We didn't know what was going on. even without you, it was like, what are we gonna do? Imagine I was like, <laughs> oh shit, what is this? <laughs> We tried to kill time before you got here. We tried to, you know, just kind of talk about stuff. It's like my bones. I knew. I couldn't even open this mic yet. I was like, yeah, I need Ron. I can't open this mic tonight. I can't do it without some help. We needed help. We needed help. And, Ron, I'm glad you came through with the clutch. We, we're glad. Yes, because that is why you get your own night. November 1st is your night. So. You know what? November 1st from now until whenever is Ron night. So this Ron. time next year, we're going to we're gonna celebrate you, Ron. So like, this is like your your birthday type stuff. Type this we're is your well, night. It, it kind of it, it is my birthday when you think about it because November 11th is 11-1 and my birthday is 1-11. So, so it, it kind of, you know. Versus. Okay. So yeah, we're going to go with that. Um, yeah. yeah, let's go with uh, that. So can I get a gift? 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 Everybody, excuse me. Just want to say, one and eleven are not the same fucking numbers. I ain't been smoking no cannabis, and I ain't had no reference. All right, first of all, I said eleven <laughs> today. November first is eleven one. I don't care if you November put your November first is eleven one. That's and, one and one one. And my birthday is one eleven. That's one one one. It's the same motherfucking thing. Don't it be trying to play me. Ones that make eleven, they come after ten. You cannot cover a one of those up and be like, "Oh no, dude, that's a one." Your ass is not a birthday yet. It's still three ones in a row. There's still three ones in a row. No ass is four. Eleven no, and eleven. It's- Eleven one. November first. You don't need to smoke reparations weed. Reparations weed makes you talk like Mr. Cannabis on the coffee table. Be that shit alone. She said reparations weed. <laughs> really? Reparations weed? Oh, oh shit. 
It's obviously different than other people's weed because I've never had that kind of conversation with anybody. And I've been around people that smoke weed. And I ain't never had no Martin Luther King get off the bus and get on the coffee table and have sex with your mama looking kind of conversations with nobody smoking weed. Never. I'm not going to talk about the conversation because I I can understand where things, you know what I'm saying, come from. But when the motherfuckers start coughing, I was like, wait, I know that cough. (laughs) I know that cough right there. Wait a minute. You know what just happened? You know what just happened? This was the fucking Matrix. We had old ass Ron and young ass Ron on the same line. That's why he knew that cough. He gonna have that cough in 20 years. That was his fucking 20 year from now cough. This is right now, Ron, talking to next in the future, Ron, and that's well, why. Well, well, well here goes right now. Here, here goes right now, middle finger, saying "fuck you." Twenty years from now, middle finger, shit, <laughs> my black ass, Shamor. How about that? Matrix, that motherfucker. <laughs> Again, today eleven one middle finger saying twenty years from now middle finger kiss my black ass middle finger and you know what we can talk to my mother about the conversation about kissing my ass and hopefully it just don't turn sexual. Oh my god! Like I can't talk. Well, at least I ain't never seen my mama bent over the sofa. Oh no 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 pineapples pineapples no no no! I'm still coming to grips with that shit to this day. Oh, I hate fucking brown couches. I hate brown couches. Oh, fuck brown. Why <laughs> so stupid? Okay, okay, okay. Good night, y'all. I'm gonna say good night. Who's taking out my mommy? Who's taking out my mommy? Everybody say good night. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Bye, Ron. Bye.
right. Sorry. Okay. Good night, everybody. Say, say good night, everybody. Now and 20 years from now. How about that? How about that <laughs> shit? In 20 years, I'll say fucking good night, motherfucker. <laughs> How about that shit? How about that shit? You like apples? How about those apples? We'll catch you next week for Why Now Live. We'll see you guys later. Good night, Imaz. Good night, Ryan. Say good night, Ryan. Good night, Ryan. I ain't saying a motherfucker. I say it in 20 years. How about that shit? Twenty years from now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.